Hi, I'm Sabrina Soto. I believe the best conversations are with friends who are really able to open themselves up and share their lives, both the good parts and the bad. You're going to be listening to some of those candid conversations and hopefully gaining some insight to help you redesign your life from the inside out. Hey guys, guess who's in the house? That's Trish. <laughs> Hi y'all, I'm so sorry. I thought there was going to be like a drum roll or fireworks or... Nope. Do you want me to? No, it's fine now. Okay, I don't have the budget for sound effects. <laughs> it's okay, girl. I'll patch in. I'll patch in my own. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are going to talk about expectations. Yes. Well, I'm sure we're going to start talking about expectations. And then the rabbit hole will happen. Yes. The, well, it's usually you. I know that. But I'll keep you on our train track. Mm-hmm. You you always let me get like two wheels off the rails and then you just <laughs> pop that car up back up. <laughs> um, okay, so I have dealt with managing my expectations more in the last year than I think ever before. Perhaps I'm just more aware of it, of how sometimes my expectations really end up kicking me in the Behind. Expectations of yourself or of others? Do you both. feel both? But which do you? Because it could be both. But do do you feel one? Uh, you put a higher expectation level on one than the other. Well, my expectation levels for myself is that that just we've talked about it before the negative self talk. But when I put on expectations on people or situations that I'm about to walk into and it doesn't turn out that way, it's devastating. Yeah, I think the bigger issue is how we handle the aftermath of an expectation, good or bad, right? Good or bad. Good or bad. Like if something just, um, we've talked about this a lot lately with meetings and stuff, when a meeting happens and it's like in our business, we do obscene amount of meetings to the point, you guys, that you're like, oh my gosh, did, is this one more meeting about a meeting? It's, and it's, it's it, honestly, it's like dating. It's, it is. Tell me, so tell us about you. It's, I almost wanted to create like a YouTube video of just me talking about me. So I don't need to take meetings anymore. Just play my video. Well, let's do that. Let's do it. I'm so on board with that. I know it's, and I do not say this with any ounce of like, do you know who I am? I think we should all, when people do that, because to me, you should have done the research. You know, you're meeting with That's me. our expectation though. See, there we are. We, but, it, Back on the same... I researched them. No, I, I took know. the time when I walked in their door. Do so, you, but back to the... Uh, expectation. Expect that these people do the research. That function at the level we do. But so, now, yes, when you don't have any expectations and walk into a situation, it's so much freer. That's... How do you do that? Oh, I don't know. That's what I thought you were going to tell me today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to scream away from the microphone. Well, I, I, um, I think I put here, for me, I put a bigger expectation on myself mm-hmm. more than anyone else. Really? More than, the expectations I put on myself would probably take down the rock. Mm-hmm. Like I put a weight on my own shoulders at a level that is Probably debilitating if you really think about it. And I would, I think a lot of people would be lying if they didn't say they do it to themselves on whatever, whatever it is for them, right? right? Um, and I constantly push myself. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't no. think it's ever bad for people to always want to be better or better yourself in any way, emotionally, spiritually, financially, whatever. Good for you because we need that or what are you doing? It's when something does not, turn out to the level of expectation, do you then think, girl, I've got these standards way too high. Who do I think I am? You know, when you have those moments or do you say, 
do you start going down a negative road or do you stop for a minute and dust it off and jump right back on? Because I've I think learned- it depends on the category. I agree. In love is when I think I always go the negative route. In career, I'm getting better at just realizing when things don't necessarily pan out the way that I've wanted in the expectations that I assumed were going to happen. I'm getting better at just taking a deep breath and moving on. We're so we're exactly the opposite. Really? In, in that, in that. Like we are the same, but opposite. Mine love, I never have an expectation on it. Yeah. Like I always say love will come freely and easily to me and I'm so grateful for when it does. But uh-huh. and I genuinely I genuinely feel that. With work, I'm like mm, negative Nelly. Yeah. I, and I don't know why I chose a business that has a 2% success rate. It wasn't like I didn't know that going in, you yeah. know? So there's there's moments um there's moments that I go, gosh, why did I put my expect you know better. Meaning you know better. Mm-hmm. And in love, I think well, of course I don't know better because there's love is everywhere. You can love anything and everybody. So I, yeah, I, I have the bigger issue the other way around. Mm. Although with work, I do have the rule that you only have a 24-hour pity party if something didn't go the way you wanted it to. Right. I but should do that with every category. With love, I'm, I'm less um, strict in that regard because I think I go right back to I'm very optimistic, glass half full always. With work, I would love to translate that. Does, mm-hmm. does anybody else have that problem? Anybody else out there? When you're like, ah, you have to genuinely fight that urge with yourself. I think the level of expectation too for me with other people is because I put myself in their shoes. And so I would say, well, if I were in their shoes, I would do X, Y, and Z. And when X, Y, and Z doesn't happen, it's frustrating. But the problem, what I have to start realizing is that I am not that other person and not everyone has the same lifestyle or compassion or generosity that I do. Yes. And you and I have discussed that often because I grew up with moochie parents. I'll say it. And um, I'm not a moocher. I can't stand moochiness. It's I can't my, stand a it's, mooch. It's my literally, I would rather see you chew food with your mouth open, which is my number one life human flaw. Can't stand it. If somebody's an open mouth chewer, I will tell you in public, sorry. Gross. I'll judge Judy the heck out of you. I'll be like, hey, I, yeah, I'm being judgy, judgy judgerson. Please, just, I don't need to see what you're eating. But mooching to me is more than that because it's an actual character flaw, mm-hmm. like a genuine character flaw that you feel uh, expectant to take from others. And I just, I don't have it in my body. If I have $5, normally I'd give it away. So don't y'all DM me because I've already given it away. But you know what I'm saying? That's how I've always been. You are the same way. You're like generous to a fault, genuinely. And it's who you are as a human. I'm getting better though. Yes, but I I think you have become more, this is me. Not getting better, but I'm getting better aware. at not aware and not overdoing it. Yes, but it is in it is genuinely who you are all the way around, emotionally, you know, financially, even dinner. I mean, it's why hugs I do. Hugs though, I don't give out hugs very often. Y'all, Ugh. let me tell you something. Do not, <laughs> listen, public service announcement. If you are in public and you see Sabrina Soto, do not come at her. No, with I a, love a hug, but a, qu- a quick one. No, you like a pat, pat, squeeze, pat. You like a, <laughs> hey, boop, boop. I'm a hugger. I'm a long hugger. I'm a southerner. You know how we do, and we will squeeze you. Sabrina, don't you dare. It cannot extend longer than a like I didn't say two seconds. Like one, two. Yep, that's it. Yeah, she. I'm dead serious. Like you can't give her. A, mm, yeah, give me a one Mississippi, two, two Mississippi, and, it's like, like, and release. Like, it's one. I'm telling you. I'm, 
uh-uh. I, that's the best thing that ever happened to use Olivia. Because yeah, that little baby her. loves a long hug. I, like, I, I can't stand not giving her long hugs. I know. Thank God. She's here to break you of your yes. hug dislike. Thank God. Yes. I'm glad you've done that. We were also having a conversation about, um, this has been my other, uh, expectations and judginess, I think, go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. My last podcast, one of the last ones was about how judgy I was. Oh, yeah, the, the parenting? Yeah. I remember the, I remember before you got pregnant. Are you kidding me? Not pretty. She was Judge Judy everywhere. I'm the person that waves at a baby at every restaurant and be like, oh, hi, boo, boo. and she would be like rolling her eyes. And well, you- but I mean, who does bring a baby to a bar? Stop. I would if they serve food. Stop it. I want my child to be well-rounded. Don't you be hateful. I mean, I'm not saying belly her up for Jaeger shots, but gosh. But Sabrina, you used to, you'd be like, oh, they're good. And, and now you're the person that waves at the baby in a restaurant. I was on a plane the other day and there was a single dad, not single. Oh, he was married, but he was by himself yeah. with a kid. And I told him, I was like, if you need help, I'm right here in front of you. He's probably like, beat it. But I just... No. Because I know like when I travel I by myself... Offer. Yeah. You need the help. Anyway. Um, so wait. So how do we get back to managing expectations of other people and releasing the expectation before walking into this situation? Okay. The actionable stuff. I just said this to Sabrina the other day because you and I both have the tendency, not because we are... Um, better than anybody it's because we hold ourselves to a certain standard and mm-hmm. expect everyone expectations we expect everyone to be at that standard if you're in our world right and um people will do something or let you down or just do something that anybody on the outside right if it's yourself you don't see it but if anybody else does it you're like oh how could you possibly and my new mantra when i get very judgy which is hand in hand with an expectation of another is i say Eyes on your own paper. Yes. Eyes on your own paper. Because guess what? Everybody's going to everybody's gonna find a way eventually to let you down, right? If you are so, if your expectation level is X, then just quit putting that on others. And so my new attitude. Yes, yeah, it's Sabrina, like the same thing as stay in your own lane. Stay in your own lane. Because when you get too involved or too preachy or too judgy, normally it's because you don't want to deal with your own BS. And it's a mirror of what you don't like about yourself. That's hey, right. What? Yes. And when you just focus on yourself, you relieve so much stress that you put on yourself because of other people. I totally agree. And, and I think you learn to be less harsh mm-hmm. um, because, man, when you got to look at the things that you procrastinate or the things that you just don't get excited about, you need to look at why it's even in your life in the first place and mm-hmm. either cut it loose or get your act together, no matter work or humans. Right. If there are people that you constantly, you're like, oh my God, I have to make plans with them. Get, listen, do yourself and that friend or whoever it is, it could be a relative, it happens to the best of us, do yourself a favor and just cut it out. I'm not saying stop talking to your mom. But no, I understand. You know, it's it, when something becomes that big of a burden... You've got to, you have got to man up and and put that expectation back on yourself of why and ask yourself the uncomfortable why. We were just talking about this this morning, Mm -hmm. but that uncomfortable of why, of why can't I? And and for you and I both, when you've been in relationships or friendships or anything where you let bare minimum be okay, and we've said before, you teach people how to treat you. After a while, those crumbs are like, oh, I, that's what I take. I take crumbs. Nah, unless you really dig a crumb, good for you. 
I don't think anybody does. And no. it's it's having to reset and boundaries has become such a buzzword, but it really, if you genuinely stick by them, you understand why they yes. exist. To have those boundaries of like, listen, here's the expectations I put on me in my life. If you don't fall in those lanes, it's kind of like them little gutters when you're playing bow, when you're bowling and you don't bowl well, you don't want to go in the gutter, they put up those bumpers. That really is your boundaries. That's my vis- mental visual. If you aren't falling in that in my life, it's not that you're not awesome and great. It's just where I'm at right now. And I cannot put an expectation on you that I don't have on me. I, I just had cocktails with an old friend of mine. Um, I haven't seen him in so long. And he just got out of a marriage. And he, in that marriage, he was such a giver. I mean, he was the best host homemaker. I, the man cooked, cleaned, decorated. It was amazing. Did you give him my number? Oh, he, well, he's, he's, you're not his type. If you know what I mean. Copy that. All right. Well, (laughs) darling. Okay. So he divorced his husband. It's all coming together now. Okay. And we were catching up and he was telling me that in his now new relationship, he, his expectations are so high with his partner that he's just very vocal about it. Very vocal that if you're not going to meet me here, it's not going to work out for me. And I'm not lowering my standards Good anymore. For him. And he was like, you know, I'm, and this is another buzzword that is, has usually such a negative, you know, context to it. Is it context? Connotation. Sorry. That's okay. Negative connotation to it. But being selfish sometimes is the best thing you could do for yourself and for the people around you. Well, what do you and I always say? And, and you've said it to me and I really take it to heart because I do see how good you are with Olivia and how... I mean, I've will toot Sabrina's horn. She hasn't tooted like she should. I'll bust into tears. How you have to take care of yourself first, put your oxygen mask on first in order to put on everybody else's. If you are depleted, there is going to be nothing left for Olivia. Right. So why in the world, and everybody goes, well, it's easy to say. No, it's not easy to say. I had a single mom that worked her butt off and there was nothing left. Left for her. Left for her and left for us because right. she was literally just decimated by the end of every day. And, and I'm sure looking back, she could sit down and go, we, I did it all for my kids and I do it all over again. Cause she did. She was exceptional. She was exceptional for, for a time. Um, but she worked herself so hard that it breaks my heart that she didn't get to that balance. And I think now there's all this permission, um, that people are getting allowed a little bit more and mom guilt is so real. All parent guilt is so oh, real. It's awful. Parental guilt is the realest thing I've ever seen. I mean, good night. Y'all know I don't have a baby or I'll work on it soon. But um, dog, Lord God, I get, I have dog guilt. I have dog guilt. So then times it by a human. Yeah. I mean, it is such an expectation that you'll never live up to. So you have to breathe. Yeah. Into what that balance looks like for you. And then just give yourself that amount of grace. It's the, okay. So expectations, there's different stages. I guess what we're talking about is the expectations that you put on other people. Um, it's okay to set those boundaries, but also be aware when those people don't meet your expectations and know when to call it quits. The expectations that you put on yourself, know when you're putting too much pressure on yourself and to give yourself a little bit of compassion. And grace. And I grace. think people don't really give themselves... Grace is very different than compassion because you're going to mess up. Guess what? We all do. It's okay. Every single day. Every day. And then the expectations of situations is trying your hardest to let go of outcomes before you walk into a situation. And that could be in a meeting, a first date, yep. whatever the case may be. Just 
enjoy it, be present, hope for the best, but expect nothing. And I bet every situation that you walk into then will turn out better because you wouldn't be so, and I'm going to use the word desperate for an outcome, but really being desperate for a certain outcome is the worst space for you to sit in. Yeah. When you, and I've really had to shift this and I have to have this conversation with myself just about daily. When you shift things from need and want, and people are always like, oh yeah, but you shouldn't just want things. You should just have what you need. And I'm like, "Mm." that's playing small, which also gets back to expectations. And I know I'll probably get some, you know, emails about this, but I have stayed, I'm, I'm Southern. We're trained to be small. Any Southerner out there, y'all know what I'm talking about, especially Southern women. We're raised to um, do for, almost be like a servant. My brother was not raised that way. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? He was raised like to be a king. And I was, I apologize to my sister-in-law weekly because he'll just sit there like a log and she's like, hey, I've got these three little children. You want to get up and do a dish? He'll do it happily, but there's no preventative care. The expectation she has on him is like, hey, she's almost trained it out of him, praise God. But we are raised as Southern women to play small, to be someone that does for everyone else, to let fires happen and go, oh, no, it's completely fine. That building, will, where it's, it's keeping us warm. Like right. we are those people. And I think when we all learn to not look at standing in your worth and living to an expectation that makes you feel full and whole and passionate and joyful, that that is not being big for your britches. And playing small is not going to get you anything in the world but smaller. I can promise you. Let me tell you something. No way. I got to tell them. Can I tell them, please? Okay, go ahead. Okay, so we're in Sabrina's office, and she has a ex, uh, an extra refrigerator that's off of her office, but it has that fridge hum, so when we're recording, it has that like little hummy noise, so she unplugged it and goes, hey, uh, Alexa, remind me to plug the fridge in in 20 minutes, and I looked at her, and I go, girl, if you think this is going to only take 20 minutes, you're crazy, and so Alexa just went off. We're almost at 20 minutes. Look at us. <laughs> Wait, okay. Back to what you were saying about need versus want. It is great to want. No, wanting is where you should be. Exactly. The needing is is desperate. Is desperate. That's exactly right. I don't need a partner. But that's what I meant in the sense that we get to when you get taught to play play small. Yes. It's oh, you just this is all you need. You don't you don't you know have all this extra which people then train people to want like. I'm going to use ridiculous material stuff, but to want some 10,000 square foot home, right? People are like, I want that. Well, you don't need it. Of course not. We all, of course we get it. But there is a want for a better life. There is a want for a job that you get joyful to jump out of bed for. Of course, you don't need it. That A need is something to have a roof over your head, shelter, all the things. Those are needs. Right. But people get taught to play small because if you want, that's too much. That's playing out of your league. That's above your pay grade. Stop that. Yes. Stop. Give yourself permission. And that is part of self-care and expectation. If you have the good expectation upon yourself that you are allowed to think as big as you could possibly think, watch how your life changes. Yeah, but that's also self-worth. And that's another podcast. Girl, we'll do that. We'll do it right after this. (laughs) (laughs) But really. No, you're absolutely right. We've And we have those self-worth conversations often because I... um, you know, went through a divorce this year, if you don't know. I went through a divorce this past year. And um, when you have a lot of self-worth issues and the reasons we all stay in things, and it has nothing to do with my ex-husband being a bad person or me being a bad person. You just know when things need to be called, but you will never step into something 
because I had all these expectations on this marriage that I waited forever to meet this man and we met and, you know, so I had all these expectations because I came from divorced parents. Mm -hmm. I was like, I I am not getting divorced. Like I was very adamant about it. And then it's the definition of insanity when you keep running up against something and expecting it to change. I kept doing the same thing over again and trying and thinking, oh, this is going to change. So it's the self-care meets the expectation and is where does they're hand in hand, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's learning worth, not playing small. And the expectation you have on yourself needs to stay on yourself. And you and I have to try to every day. I know I do practice that because I put such a level of expectation on me that I expect it back from others. Thank God you're perfect or we would not be best friends. <laughs> but no, but seriously, because it's the expectation is the level that you put on yourself, it's fine to let this to set that level. And also it's fine to expect a certain caliber of character and Absolutely. action from someone else. And if they don't meet that expectation, it is in your best interest and your self-worth to be very clear about that. And set a boundary. Clarity is key. So if we get back to all this, we're saying there's got to be a, a self-expectation for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's eyes on your own paper because yes. no matter what, somebody some way will not meet an expectation you have set. And mm-hmm. that's only because you're looking back at the expectations of yourself. It's a mirror. Right. Then we also know for sure that you have to set a boundary in anything, just like you'd tell your kids something. Right. Who said something the other day, and it was such a great illustration. I pardon me for not remembering who said this, but it was like you would with kids. Obviously, if you're if you're at Target and you've got stuff to do, and you've got that kid in the cart, you are going to avoid the toy aisle mm-hmm. for everyone's sanity, right? Because right? you, you're not going to make this a four hour saga in the dang toy aisle, right? There are things you need to set boundaries on, just like the toy aisle, right? In your life, and it is okay. It doesn't mean suddenly you're some staunch person, right? You do the things that you know are going to be the least resistant. Right. And that, for me, I, I think about that often. Because for me, it's the, the um, decor section in Target. It's, I have yeah, to avoid that's that. That's your black hole. That's my black hole three hours later. Sabrina, I bought a swimsuit, 16 throw pillows, and forgot Windex. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> no, I, I agree. And uh, another thing is learning sooner than later when somebody does not meet your expectations when that if you, you have to have that self-worth in order to communicate that. Well, and, I, and I, you and I've had this. Cause I, you know, I, I struggle with that because then I'm like, am I, am I, do I sound needy? Do I sound. You're talking about a relationship or as a in everything. Even really? think about in work. Don't you feel like, especially as a woman, when you start vocalizing, communicating what your expectations are, all of a sudden you're difficult. Oh, we're difficult, uh, bitchy, hard to work with. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. It's, it's, but I think that's also being a female in a business where we are the business. Like we're the, it's it's a very to me it's been a very different profession to choose something where we are technically the business right and right. I'm not saying this like I'm suddenly you know Sarah Blakely at Spanx but that's the truth right. you are in the business of selling you so it's that we are the definition of work worth balance because I have to speak up daily about my worth but that's what I I've struggled with it again I struggle way more in relationships than I do with work. Um, I don't know again why, but we're, we're going to tackle working that. on that with we're, my therapist. <laughs> and listen, at the end of the Fine. day, we've, she's doing great, sweetie. <laughs> and it's a team sport. And you and I have also said too, um, we will do busy work. Sabrina and I are both guilty of the busy work of our friends. And when you want to be there for your friends, we are not advocating 
that suddenly you cut everyone out out of your life that asks for advice or um, is going through something. Neither of us are advocating that. Yes. It is when something becomes such a drain mm-hmm. and everybody has a season, right? We've all had seasons. I have had seasons. Sabrina's had seasons. All of our close friends, you have a season where something's rough for you and you don't want to be the person that's leaving somebody behind because you don't feel like dealing with it. It's when it's their only story. Right. And it physically, like if you get a physical reaction or you just do anything you can to avoid a person or a thing, you need to sit down right now, write down the thing at the top of the paper and make a list of why you have it around and why you can't stand to be around it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right away. Yes. Right away. And you'll go, Oh, okay. Uh, Look, I've had been doing it with myself. We've been, we've been real. Um, what's I'm looking at my uh, notes because she keeps copious notes. You guys, I have notes from my therapy sessions. Oh, I love this. Did we touch on something that was covered in therapy? Yes. Wait, he said, these are so oh, good. Oh, break down. Okay. He said, write these two words down. Break down. Uh-huh. And then... Breakthrough. No. Can oh. you let me finish? Sorry, I got excited. Break down is one word and then two words. Break down. Okay? Oh. And he was saying, you, and when you have, are going through something sort of to break, to break it down as to what it is, how it's making you feel, why you're keeping this maybe negative behavior pattern person, and, and really going through that... Otherwise, if you don't, you'll break down. So it's kind of like so what break I just it said. Down break it down before you break down. Oh. Yeah. I should be a therapist. Sorry, that took so long to find, guys. You should be my therapist. I said a therapist, oh. not yours. <laughs> Calm down, negative Nelly. Listen, you just don't rain on my parade that I was like, you know what? I could be a therapist. You're like, if you guys my. only saw my face. <laughs> no, I can give it to you. She literally loves to roll her eyes into another dimension when I say something that she's like, ah, my gird. Oh my gird. Well, I don't know if I'm, I feel like, do you think we covered it all? We've got to talk about other things too. Okay. Not on this podcast. Oh yeah, this no, we've got to do so many. This isn't too long. People enjoy this. We we because listen, it's a conversation with all of us, uh, and I think that what I love is I feel like you have the best listeners, and they're I do. you do they're awesome, and I think it's just a conversation with. We are very lucky. We all say it a hundred million times to have a friendship. It is very hard to find friends that you can be vulnerable with mm-hmm. that, um, like we just said, aren't judgy judgersons and don't get me wrong. We'll both get up in, in each other's business, but at the end of the day, I will never not support you ever Same. in anything. Same. Yes. I mean, and I know th- unless you do something real crazy. Like, I mean, cuckoo crazy. I mean, you have to understand we should do a whole one on Atlanta because Sabrina and I both, Sabrina has been very anti-Atlanta. That's not true. That's not anti-Atlanta. No, not the city. I'm not downing the state of Georgia and the city of Atlanta, but the move, the move, the move. The move. Sorry, I'm not down on the city of Atlanta. I just strongly um, disagreed with the decision. I, I understand. And she, by the way, I'll tr- full transparency, she's completely right. I am. Wait, the, say that again. Oh, God, that was a part I was hoping I was going to skim right past. Say it again. She lives for this moment. Say it again. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, it's early and I haven't had any wine and for me to just keep... Stand by, go get a bottle. Okay. <laughs> um, you were completely right in the sense that I am... I've lived in California for 22 years, far longer than I ever lived in Kentucky now, which is crazy. And yes, clearly I'm country is cornbread, but I'm... I've, always joke and say I put the Southern in Southern California and it is true because I am as you say the ambassador to Southern California I absolutely love it, love here. it here and it is my personality and home and my home and um, now I just have to find a way to get back here 
and still figure out what I'm going to do with my gorgeous beach barn, which Rent I it. love. Okay, probably Airbnb, <laughs> but we'll get to there. Uh, so it's just it's all it's all of that. But when you have to have those moments of you were awesome enough to let me go through it, right? And, and I put such an expectation on myself because I'm a do, 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 get it done. And then I had such an expectation on myself, much like marrying someone, you make a massive decision, like moving across the country and never lived somewhere before and decide I'm going to live here um, and make all these changes and go, you know what? Probably not for me. Now, rat row. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's just whatever. It's fine. Um, but all things are subject to change and you cannot, uh, beat yourself up because what am I going to make a decision that wasn't awesome for me and then sit in it for another decade? No, no, it's just not how it is. You just go, okay, what does this look like? What can I do? And it's an expectation I put on myself so hard Mm -hmm. that I had to sit down and go, Oh, okay. Well, this isn't, this isn't really what I want to be doing, but you cannot, um, need to be right. So much that you take yourself down. That's right. That's that's a big there, lesson. There we go. When you put an expectation so high on yourself that that's all that matters, way more than your happiness or Absolutely. mental well-being, that's when you know you're doing yourself a disservice. Absolutely. And that to me is the expectation that you set. And I hate when people say realistic, but realistic in the sense of are you constantly in a state of joy? Yep. Are you grateful for the way things are moving, even if they aren't moving at the pace you want them to. If they're, those are two no's, you're not doing the thing you need to be doing. Okay, so here's, here's the, we're going to wrap it up here. Oh, gosh, sorry. I'm going to wrap it up. I could so, keep going, you know. No, I, uh, no, I do know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay, so it's okay to have expectations on yourself, making sure, but always check in to see if you're stressing yourself out. Manage those expectations. It's okay to put expectations on other people and being very transparent and clear and communicating when people aren't meeting you where you need them to meet you. Absolutely. Staying in your own lane. It's of course, you're a great friend, daughter, wife, son, husband, et cetera, but make sure that you are focusing on your life as much. Eyes on your own paper. Eyes on your own paper. Stay in your own lane. Give advice when need be, but really focus on your own happiness and try not to have too too many expectations when you're walking into a new opportunity or date or whatever. And it's not your job to change anyone. No. Unless you're physically a psychiatrist or somebody that people come and seek you out. You cannot. I, I just learned that in the last two years. You really cannot change no. anyone. And people change when they're ready to change. And exactly when they're ready to do it. That's and right. not one moment sooner. And if you put that level of energy into yourself. Could oh. you imagine what you'd accomplish? That's what I want to ask everyone because I have to tell myself that probably daily. Yes, you guys. Seriously, this week, I want you to be aware of not controlling other people and just focusing on yourself. We're Let's not asking you to let your kid run out and be crazy mess. No, no, no. Sensible I'm, stuff we're talking yeah, about. I'm not people. talking about your children. Yes, clearly we know. That. Yes. But I just want to make sure as a I turn into her legal counsel. So I'm like, we're not saying anyone should be out with knives running in the streets. Um, okay, uh, Tr- Trish is. We're gonna do more podcasts together. So you'll be back in a few weeks. Uh, yes, we have to do. Can I tell them what we're, we want to do? A new one? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? So Sabrina and I've decided that we put so much on ourselves. On, this goes double dip with expectations and just what we 
do and how we do things because we do everything at a certain level that we were just like, who cares? Who cares if you don't get the you know, laundry done? Who cares if somebody had a pickup to take out dinner? So who cares if your hair is not done when you went to go pick somebody up from carpool? So who cares? That's going to be our new weekly, well, not weekly, because we can't, we don't know if no, we're going to be able to make it happen. It's we're not going to happen. I mean, we'll do it once in a while. <laughs> um, wait, I just got a text before we leave. Okay. Somebody just wrote this to me. Okay. I love because my love is not dependent on the object of love. My love is dependent on my state of being. So whether the other person changes, becomes different, friend, friend turns into a foe, does not matter because my love was never dependent on the other person. My love is my state of being. I love that. Let's leave that for this week. Okay, guys, we, please rate and review this. Give please, her a five-star review. Because if you don't, I'm going to come for you in the night. And wow. um, I know, I just want to make sure they call to action. And, um, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and all of the social medias. Please let them know where they can find you on Instagram because it's a little different than your Facebook. It's Sabrina underscore Soto and Trish is Trish Sir, but I'll put it in the notes section of this podcast Because she's so good like that. But you need to, um, yeah. And, and let us know what you want to hear. Please. Because this is a team sport. Please, if you listen to this, obviously you're listening to this because <laughs> that's why you just heard me say that. Um, send us direct messages or comments on my post because I love the feedback. And I answer everything, so don't think I won't find it and answer you back. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Have the very best day. Bye. Bye.